The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, all right. So, welcome to a new episode of the MLB Gambling Podcast. And this is a new voice narrating it for today. My name is Noah Beanick. You can follow me on Twitter at 77NB. That's the word 70, the number 7NB for my initials. Um, today, uh, we have Malcolm celebrating this May 1st holiday over in England. Munaf's doing NBA Gambling Podcast episode. And Dylan is out with uh, family for today. So it's just me, and I'm going to run you through this quick eight-game slate. Um, And it's always a privilege for me to be on the Sunday night podcast when we record these entering in the new week because I love to talk about and review the weekend of baseball and just the news that came out. But honestly... Um, You might be listening to this right now and you're like, wow, Noah sounds really clear right now and he's kind of loud. Well, I have some new equipment and I'm in my recording space for the new, I guess, summer. Um, So, yes, I'm back in my uh my house in michigan my residence in michigan moved out of college but unfortunately was not able to watch a whole lot of mlb baseball this weekend thursday night i had an nfl draft party the lions drafted aiden hutchinson thank god um but yeah they had a pretty good draft uh i was tweeting about that a little bit friday that was the day that I actually took the stuff out of the car, got unpacked, but I never actually like set it up in the house because my family and I, we went out to dinner Friday night. Saturday, I golfed with some buddies, so I didn't really watch any baseball all day Saturday. And Sunday, I was doing yard work and I finished setting this podcast setup up so I could record this episode with you guys. But since I didn't have any, I guess, like, I didn't watch any games, really. I was like, I don't know what I should be doing to review the weekend. So, it's May 2nd. Uh, the So, I'm recording this on May 1st, but it's the slate of games for May 2nd. Uh, April, it was basically three and a half weeks, uh, and it is concluded. So, I figured, why not devise some power rankings for the MLB teams. I'm calling this the Beanick Baseball Betting Power Rankings. And we're going to get into that right after this advertisement from our presenting sponsor, WinBet. Make sure to get down on Win's bet $10, win $200 promotion, where a $10 bet qualifies you up for $200 in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with the Win's Build Your Own Bet feature. All users can receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose, or push a three-leg Build Your Own Bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the ML- NBA playoffs or NHL playoffs. There's so much cho- so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. The offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and the present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there, and I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper, too, by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or under. For example, you can use the number in points scored in basketball or the hits 
uh, recorded in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the amount of money you put in. The main reason I am excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and we can all play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Make sure to use promo code SGPNMLB and we will match your deposit up to $100. Again, download Sleeper, then use promo code SGPNMLB when you deposit. Join SGPN squad to bet with the guys. SG.PN slash squad. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Now, let's get into this power rankings that I devised here. So I, I'm i only going to share with you guys the top half of this, and those are the teams that I consider to be 500. Now I say consider because there's a couple of different things that I use to make this, and one of them, of course, is going to be record, but I wanted... I'm just going to show share with you guys the teams that I think are 500, and that's like, if you're two games under 500, uh, that means you just lost a series, and sometimes a game or two doesn't go your way, whether it's fluke uh, errors, fluke runs being scored, you get bat to death. So I have a couple of teams that are below 500, but the max was two games below 500 in this power rankings and again i'm calling it the beanick baseball betting power rankings so what did i use to devise this well i like i said i have record now that was a big thing but it wasn't the only thing that i used now the site that i used to find this source based their bets off of $100 bets on the money line. So that was a big part of what I used to sort this out in uh, my power rankings, but not the only part. I also looked at heavily strength of schedule. That was probably the biggest thing for me because that factors into how well you're hitting as a club, how well you're pitching as a club because of the skill level of the other team. Um, I also took into account your record as a favorite, your record as a dog, your home record, your road record, and then getting into, oh, and also your record against the run line. Uh, Then getting into some team stats here, uh, team runs scored per game, your team OPS, the amount of home runs they've hit so far this season, the team average, uh, I include both all three of those, or I mean all four of those hitting stats because hitting, in my opinion, is a huge part in winning games right now. And although I do believe that it takes good batting average and clutch hits in situations for you to win these games, that's not how the MLB is really getting played right now. To, For example, the highest team batting average is 260. Like, are you kidding me? That's chaotic, in my opinion. But it is what it is. The MLB is in a new era. So, yes. Um, pitching now. I have team ERA that I took into account. Bullpen ERA. So it separates it a little bit into the later innings. So the, uh, the starters and the bullpen, uh, you can tell like whether a bullpen's bad or not. Um, a team whip and then runners left on base in scoring position. Now, I really like that stat for gambling because that tells you or shows you when a team could have value when they're losing these games, but they're leaving all these runners on. So I feel like we could take advantage of some poor teams with this stat, expecting more runs for them to be scored in the future with more clutch hits. So... Without further ado, my number one team in the world, or let's just say the league for now, is the Los Angeles Angels. They're 15-8 and eight on the year with a 652 winning percentage. They, for a $100 bet on each money line so far this season, they would bring you a profit of $461. Now, I'm not going to go through all of these stats. I'm only going to go through the ones that they really, really excel in, and there's 
and I'm also going to highlight some that uh, some stats where they don't excel in. So I separated it into three percentiles, the top 10 in each stat, the middle 10, and the bottom 10. I'll share with you when they fall into the top 10 or the bottom 10. Now for this Angels team, they are in the top 10 in all four of the hitting categories that I took into account or I mean all five of the hitting categories that I took into account. They're tied for fourth in team runs per game with 4.73. And team OPS, they are first in the league at 760. 760, that is. Um, for home runs this season, they have 28, which is third. And team batting average, they're batting 255, which is third in the league. Team whip. They're 109, so it's really good as well. And runners left in scoring position, they've leave, they've left an average of 3.45 runners in scoring position in each game this year. That puts them in 24th out of 30 teams in the league. So this lineup is already dangerously good, and they're still not capitalizing on all the runs that they could be scoring. Now I'm going to try to speed this up a little bit and less explanation. Number two, the Mets, 16 and seven, they would bring back $436 on a $100 money line bet. They're 15 and eight against the run line. So I highlighted that because that is something that you should be looking for within the next two weeks here. And then I'll update this again because it did take a lot of time, but I'm actually very proud of the product that I did create here. Um, and if you want to see this, let me know because I can either send it into the Slack channel. So you can join our Slack channel on the sportsgamblingpodcast.com. There's a link to that, or there will also be a link in the podcast description for you. So yes, join that and I might share it in there, or who knows, I might even post it on the website. But uh, the Mets, the reason why they're not number one is they've played a relatively weak schedule so, so far this season, 24th out of 30. Um, they are fifth in team OPS with a 723 average team batting average. They're second with 255 and I rounded these. So I know the angels have a 255 average as well that I listed off, but they were below 255. They're at like 254.8 or something like that. And the Mets were like 255 point or like 255.7 or whatever. So I wrote, rounded it down. That's what, uh, that's why they have the same batting average. Team ERA, they're third with a 2.85 ERA. They're ninth in bullpen ERA with 3.16. Second in team wit with a 103. Third, the Blue Jays, they're 15 and 8. They would bring you back $393 on a $100 bet. I would stay away from their run line because they're 9 and 14 against the run line, but their strength of schedule so far this year is fifth out of 30. So they've played very good teams so far, so maybe that run line is impacted by the skill level that they've played so far this season. They're fourth in the league in OPS with the 723. First in the league, or tied for the first in the league with 31 bombs. Batting 248 would push them seventh in the league, but their bullpen is what drags them down. Their bullpen ERA is 374, putting them 21st out of 30 teams. And runners left in scoring position. This offense, again, is a very dangerous offense, but they rank 26th and leaving runners in scoring position. So the higher they rank, the more runs they could actually score if they come up clutch and knock these guys in. They leave three and a half runners in, they leave three and a half runners on base in scoring position a game. Number four, Giants, they're 14 and eight on the year, $299 in return of profit. Uh, they are 12 and 10 against the run line. So uh, not too telling. They have an 18th strength of the schedule. So it's like all right down the middle with these Giants. They're first in team runs per game with four. 0.95 almost five runs a game scored by these giants they're seventh in the league for home runs with 24 they're batting 240 on the year in team batting average that puts them 10th in the league they're fourth in team era with a 287 they're third in the bullpen era with a 
They're 10th in whip with a 1.17, but they're 9th in runners left in scoring position. So that basically means that they are scoring most of the runners that are um, uh, in scoring position. So that's a good stat for a baseball team. But when we're looking at it for future value, there's not a whole lot of value on the Giants. Number five, Padres. They're 15 and eight on the year, $326 in profit brought back for you. They're 15 and eight against the run line. This is another team that I highlighted for you to eye more run lines with the Padres. Their strength of schedule, though, is 21st. So it's in the bottom third of the league. Um, for good stats to list off here for notes, they're fourth in team runs per game with 473. Uh, their bullpen is their detriment to them. They have a, basically a four ERA, which puts them 24th in the league. But their team whip is 1.15, so they're, they're not giving any free bases away with walks. Number six, the Minnesota Twins. They're 13 and nine on the year. They would bring back a $302 profit on a $100 money line bet. I would stay away from their running run line though. They're 10 and 12 against it. But that, again, just like the Blue Jays, they have a top 10 strength of schedule, ranking them number seven in the league. Their home record is eight and four, so I'd eyeball them at home. Their road record is five and five, so maybe stay off of their money line on the road. They're tied for seventh in the league with 24 home runs. Their team batting average is in the lower third of the league at 226. They have a 316 team ERA, which puts them in the top 10. And they have a 1.17 whip, which is eighth in the league. Number seven, the Colorado Rockies. And I circled this one because this one has brought back the most value so far on a $100 bet to start the season, bringing the total profit to $572. They're 11 and 11 on the run line, so that's maybe not uh, too valuable. On In Coors Field, which is this is what everybody talks about, they play good at home. They struggle on the road. It's so far been proven. They're nine and four in Coors Field, four and five away from their home park. But they have one of the best offenses in baseball. Tied for eighth in expected team runs or team runs scored per game, four four eight. Um, they have a seven fifty nine team OPS, which puts them second in the league. They're tied for seventh in home runs with twenty four. They lead the league in batting average with a 262 batting average, but their pitching is terrible. So I actually like overs with this team away from Coors because they really juice that number inside Coors Field. But their team ERA, 26th with a 457 ERA. Their bullpen is terrible. They're 30th out of 30 teams with a 511 ERA. And their team whip is 28th out of 30 with a 144 whip. They do, however, leave a lot of runners in scoring position, 3.52 runners left in scoring position, ranking them 25th out of 30. Uh, at number eight, we have the New York Yankees. They're 16 and six on the year. They would bring back $265 on a $100 bet. They're 14 and eight against the run line, but their strength of schedule's been been trash. Uh, they rank 27th out of 30 teams. So that's one reason why their offense appears to be really good right now. 4.76 runs scored per game. That puts them third. 750 OPS, which also is third in the league. 31 total team are home runs, which is tied for first. A 250 batting average for the team, which puts them sixth. They have the second highest team ERA at 2.7. They have the fourth highest or second best team ERA at 2.7. The fourth best bullpen ERA at 2.8. And the seventh best team whip at 115. So far, this Yankees team has done everything. Not many weaknesses there, um, except for their strength of schedule, which was the main reason why I docked them quite a bit down because they're not bringing back as much money as some of those other teams. Uh, the Brewers, they're 15 and 8 on the year. 
bringing back $260 per $100 bet on each money line. They have the worst strength of schedule in the league, though, at 30th. Um, this offense is quite pedestrian. They have 24 team home runs, which puts them tied for 7th, but their team batting average is 223, putting them 22nd out of out of 30. Their team ERA is 306, putting them 5th out of 30. And runners left in scoring position is actually 2.86, and that's fourth best. So they're scoring the runs and still not putting up a whole lot of runs each game. So that is not a very efficient offense, to say the least. And to round out our top 10, we have the Marlins. They're 12 and 9, bringing back $270 per $100 bet. They're 12 and 9 against the run line. So. Those are mostly juicy because nobody respects the Marlins. They have the fourth highest expected runs per game at four dead even there. Uh, they have the sixth best team ERA at 317. They have the fifth best team whip at 1.14. And they leave 3.85 runners in scoring position each game, which is 29th out of 30. So this is an offense that could score more runs if they just come through in the clutch now i'll speed through the rest of these the manners they're 11th in the league uh 72 dollars brought back on the money line for a 100 dollars bet they're 14 and 8 against the run line though so that's where you should be looking for this team um Number 12 is the Oakland Athletics. So they're 10 and 12 on the year, but they're bringing you back $167. Their home record is 7 and 2, but on the road, they're 5 and 8. So that's where you want to be aiming uh, when looking at a Oakland Athletics game. They're good at home, bad on the road. Number 13, the Cardinals. They're 12 and 9 on the year, bringing back $142 for each game's $100 bet. They're 12 and 9 against the run line, so that's a very another pretty good stat there that you should be eyeing their run lines, but their strength of schedule is 27th out of 30. So, this offense going up against the 27th strength of schedule has been kind of bad they're in the middle 10 so 10th through 20th in most of these stats and in team home runs they have 16 on the year putting them 23rd in the league so this is not a very good offense here um but their team era is ninth in the league with a 3-2-2 and sixth bullpen uh with a 2-9-2 era and they don't uh, come through in the clutch with the runners in scoring position. They're 27th in the league, leaving 3.65 runners in scoring position. The Dodgers are the 14th team in my Beanick baseball betting power rankings. Now you're like, the Dodgers are like 14 and 7. Why are they 14th? Well, they're juiced every game and they're the favorite every game. They've only brought you back 22. That's right, $22 for betting $100 on each money line so far this season. They're 14-7 and seven for a league best against the run line, though. So that's where you should be betting the Dodgers so far. And I would say look for run lines for the next two weeks here. But their strength of schedule is 26th in the league, and that's another reason why I bumped them down so, so much or so drastically, I'd say. They have seven uh, losses on the year, and five of them have come on the road. They're eight and two at home, um, and offensive numbers are, I would say, not too impressive uh, against the weak schedule. And their pitching is just one of the best in the league. Um, they have a 2-2-9 team ERA, which puts them first. They have a 2-15 bullpen ERA, which puts them second behind. Guess who? The Detroit Tigers with a 208 bullpen URA. You would have never guessed it uh, when I told you three of our best bullpen arms have not even thrown an inning yet this season. Kind of remarkable what Chris Fetter is doing with our bullpen right now. And the Dodgers have a, a league uh, best .92 whip. So you're not getting anything free against this Dodgers. Uh, pitching staff to round out the Beanick baseball betting 
power rankings. We have at number 15, the Tennessee Volunteers of the SEC. That's right, they're 40 and four on the season. Then we have at 16, the SSG Landers from the KBO. They're 19, six and one. And then at 17, we have the Yomiuri Giants from the NPB. That's right, the Japanese Baseball League. At, thir- at 18, we have the Astros who are 11 and 9 on the season but they've actually lost you $157 on the year but they've played a good strength of schedule they've played the sixth best strength of schedule so we're not going to mark it against them they still got ranked so congrats Astros 19th in the world we have the Tampa Bay Rays they're 12 and 10 but they've lost you $183 and they've played a relatively weak schedule 25th out of 30 the Guardians are the 20th. They're 10 and 12. They've lost you $238 on the money line, and they've played the 11th best strength of schedule. And rounding out the power rankings that I'm going to share with you today, the Phillies are 11 and 12, losing you $393 so far this season, and with the 22nd worst strength of schedule. So they've played weak competition and still lost you $393. Um, that wraps up this segment of the Beanick Baseball Betting Power Rankings. Now, we're brought to you by Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters, small businesses who pay farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off of your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com. That's slash SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let Trade find you a coffee that you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. And don't forget about Mother's Day coming up. A trade subscription is the perfect gift for the coffee lovers in your life. We're also brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptions to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs travel packs for your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com sgp again that is athleticgreens.com sgp to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional source okay let's jump into today's slate of games after we just listed off some power rankings who doesn't love some rankings uh everybody loves a good rankings talk and list um at 1 15 p.m eastern time we have the kansas city royals who are 7 and 13 on the year they visit st louis the cardinals who are 12 and 9 this is a remake uh, makeup game from a rain out on april 13th for the kansas city royals zach granke who is 0 and 1 on the year will take Take the bump. He's 286 ERA with only six strikeouts on the year and three walks in 22 innings pitched. For the Cardinals, left-handed pitcher Steven Matz, who's 2-1, who owns a 6-11 ERA, 23 strikeouts, five walks in 17.2 innings pitched. Um, the Cardinals' offense is average, so a pitcher who likes to pitch to contact like Granke should see success. Um, the Royals are terrible against left-handed pitching as well. So this is an interesting game tomorrow because both teams begin a series against each other in Kansas City. But tomorrow's game, or today's game, 
Monday's game will be played in St. Louis, and then the next three games in another series will be played in Kansas City between the same two teams. So, for me, I'll take my chances with the ball being put in play more against a contact pitcher like Granky, who's not off to the greatest start this year. Um, I'll put... Uh, I'll put my faith in the better pitching staff uh, from the bullpen as well in the Cardinals here. So I'm eyeing the, um, let's pull this up here. Kansas City is plus 150 on the money line. St. Louis is minus 160. So I'd be eyeing the run line here. Uh, St. Louis minus one and a half at plus 115. Kansas City plus one and a half at minus 140. The total is seven. My play for this game would be minus one and a half in the Cardinals. Now let's go into some fantasy. Uh, let's go into some uh, fantasy relevance for this game. Uh, there's a two-game early slate tomorrow. The main slate starts at 6.40 p.m. Eastern time with the six other games from the day. But maybe you want a player prop for this uh, first half of games. So let's get into it here. Uh, at 4,500, you would get Salvador Perez, who's betting 400 against Mats in his career, two for five with a single and a double. Uh, Arenado, Pujols, Goldschmidt, and Molina have all faced Grinky a ton and all hit above 250, but there's nothing really too special for me to list their stats. This isn't on the main DFS slate, but they wouldn't be bad prop plays. Um, the next game on our list here begins at 2.15, 2.10pm. The Los Angeles Angels, who are the number one team in my power rankings, they're 15-8 and eight on the year. They visit Chicago to play the White Sox, who are 8-13 and 13 and just sliding like crazy right now. They are uh, skidding really badly. I think they only have one win in their last eight games, which is kind of crazy because this is a team that I was so high on in the preseason. Um, for the Angels, Patrick Sandoval, the lefty, will be on the mound. He's 1-0 with a 0 ERA, 20 strikeouts, 6 walks, and 15 innings pitched. Uh, he has that 0 ERA and 3 starts, so pretty dang good start to 2022 for Sandoval. Uh, for the White Sox, right-handed pitcher Dylan Cease, who's 2-1 on the year, 3-2-7 ERA, 28 strikeouts, only 10 walks, and 22 innings pitched. I got burned recently by my typical lock of the White Sox against the left-handed pitching, eating them up, but uh, they dropped that game to the Royals. So I'll tell my number one team in the MLB right here. Uh, let's take a look at the lines. The Angels are plus 113 dog. The White Sox are favored at minus 123. Uh, dude, my, my number one team in the MLB, he's a dog. Give me that every day of the week. Uh, plus one and a half with the Angels is minus 190. The White Sox minus one and a half are plus 155. The total is at seven and a half. Angels money line plus 113 on win bet sportsbook is my play there. Uh, fantasy wise for the Angels and White Sox, Shohei Otani can be found at 5,700. He's batting 250, two for eight with a single and a sayonara. And some 2022 bets that I like Tim Anderson from the White Sox, who's batting 323 on the year, 24 for 72 with three bombs and 38 total bases. And on the Angels side of things, Mike Trout, who's batting 344, 22 for 64 with six Trout trots and 49 total bases. And Taylor Ward keeps hitting guys he's hitting 400 on the season with five home runs and 42 total bases and he missed the first week of baseball just an absolutely insane start for the kid ward um next game on our slate takes place at 6 40 p.m and this is the beginning of the late slate guys we have the diamondbacks at the marlins the arizona diamondbacks are 10 and 13 on the year and the miami marlins are 12 and 9 for the for the d-backs zach gallon goes he has a zero and zero record which is kind of sad because he has a 0.6 era with 14 strikeouts and only four walks and 15 innings pitched his d 
D-backs just can't get him any run support. For the Marlins, Pablo Lopez, who's living, uh, who's a living Avila Lauca full season long for me. He's had a great start to this to the year. He's three and zero with a .39 ERA, 23 strikeouts, four walks, with a 20 with 23.1 innings pitched. Both of these arms are having great starts to their seasons with sub-1 ERAs. The Diamondbacks can't hit out of a paper bag, so I feel like they wouldn't help the fish hit this total. Uh, under 6.5 would be the play for me, and Miami run line I would explore. I absolutely love Pablo Lopez for DFS tonight as well. Pay up for him. Uh, I believe he's 10K. Just to read off the lines one more time, the... Diamondbacks come in as a dog, plus 141. The Marlins are minus 151. The Marlins on the run line, which I will also be putting some action on, they are plus 145. And the Diamondbacks, plus 1.5, are minus 175. The over-under is set at 6.5. For fantasy, there's not a whole lot that I like from this game. Paven Smith... Uh, he's batting 600 on the year, three for, or 600 against Pablo Lopez. He's three for five with two singles and a double. And for 3,700, you can find Josh Rojas batting 429. He has, uh, I think he's three for seven. I wrote this wrong in my notes. I can't read my handwriting. He's three for seven with two singles and a double. Uh, personally, I'm going to stay away from the Snakes bats. They don't have a hitter over. 260 on the year in batting average for the marlins though i like jazz chisholm i'm going to keep giving him out he's hitting 310 on the year 18 for 58 with four bombs and 39 total bases i love to hear the music play in jazz there and joey wendell's not a bad option either batting 300 on the year he's 18 for 60 i'm going to grab a quick drink here before i get to the second half of the slate All right, so gotta flip the page here in my notes. At 7:05 p.m. Eastern Time, the Minnesota Twins, who are 13 and nine on the year, take on Baltimore in Baltimore, who is eight and 14. For the Twins, Chris Paddock, the righty, takes the bump, 0-2 on the year with a 3.68 ERA, 13 strikeouts, only one walk though, in 14.1 innings pitched. He will go against Tyler Wells of the Birds, who's 0-2 on the year with a 5.54 ERA, 10 strikeouts, four walks in 13 innings pitched. Recently, Baltimore was scoring against the Yankees, and they just took a series against the Bo Sox. Although Minnie is sixth in my power rankings, they're five and five on the road, and there's value here in the Birdland. Um, let's look at this value. The Twins come in as the favorites at minus 146 on the money line. The Orioles are plus 136 on the money line, and that is what I'll be taking for this game. Orioles are plus one and a half, uh, minus 130, and the Twins at minus one and a half are plus 110. The total is set at seven and a half. Um, if you like the total, I would be leaning on the over there, but that's not where you're going to find me for this game. Like I said, I like the Orioles on the money line here. And honestly, uh, the run line minus 130 is kind of enticing as well. Uh, you guys know me. It's a marathon, not a sprint. I'll play anything up to minus 175 and anything over minus 150 inside minus 175. I'll just put a unit and a half on that to get a good return. Um, for me, uh, fantasy-wise in this game, Twins and Orioles, there was no PVB. But I do expect this game to be... Uh, one of the higher scoring games in the league for this slate but it's hard to find a bat that I like so some of these are stretches but Byron Buxton who can be found at 5700 is never going to be a bad play um, but Trevor Larnick and Anthony Santander are two bats that I like in this game as well at 2500 Trevor Larnick has dropped double digit fantasy points in four of his last five games he's hitting 288 20 for 67 with 25 total bases on the year and for Santander 
here I just want a piece of this offense from the team that I think could win this game. Santander has hits in five of his last seven games, so it's not a bad punt play for 2900 bucks. Good game here. All right, at 7.07 p.m. Eastern time, the New York Yankees at 16-6 travel up north to Toronto. Uh, the Blue Jays are 15-8, and, and actually, I need to check... Uh, some of these Yankees players are not vaccinated. That literally just stunned me right now as I was thinking about it. So I got to find out if I'm able to see which ones are vaccinated or not because this is a big deal. I think Judge isn't vaccinated off the top of my head. Um, and that's, that's huge. Um, I literally just thought of this. Sorry, I was not prepared at all um where do i have to go to see this um yeah this is this is this is a uh this is a major factor in this game and as i'm looking up uh what i expect I need like an injury report. <laughs> that's what I need to see if there's somebody that's uh, not playing today. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, Yankees at Toronto. General information injury report. Um, the Yankees... Uh, just says literally injuries. Hold on. I'm going to look up. Sorry, guys. I'm going to look up Yankees who are not vaccinated because I know they cannot travel to Toronto to play this game. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, uh Written on April 20th, Aaron Boone suggested that Yankees would have everyone they want available for their upcoming series in Toronto, which begins May 2nd. Uh, in order to cross the Canadian border, foreigners must have received at least two doses of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine or one dose of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine at least 14 days before entering the country. I think we're going to be in a good spot, Boone told reporters before New York's game against the Tigers. That's my understanding. Um, so publicly identified, those names who are not vaccinated are Aaron Judge and Anthony Rizzo. Uh, I, I have no idea if they're vaccinated or not. And those are two of the best players on this team. <laughs> um, let's see if the line indicates that or not. The Yankees still open up as a favorite, minus 118. Blue Jays open up as the dog, plus 108 on the money line. The Yankees minus one and a half are plus 127, and the Blue Jays plus one and a half are minus 155. The total is set at eight and a half. Um, for the Yankees on the bump is Jordan Montgomery. He's 0-1 on the season with a 2-7 ERA, 15 strikeouts, 5 walks, and 20 innings pitched. And for the Blue Jays, Russ Strimpling, the right-hander, takes the bump. He's 0-0 on the year with a 3-6 ERA, 12 strikeouts, 4 walks, and 15 innings pitched. Jordan Montgomery is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get with Monty. Plus money with my number three team in the world. Give me the Jays. The Blue Jays are plus 108. Now for fantasy. Lots of PVB in this matchup. Uh, let's rattle them off here. Santiago Espinal betting 667 against Joe Mo or J Mo, Monty, whatever you want to call him. He's four for six with four singles. At 5,200, you can find Bo Bichette, who's batting 500, four for eight with a single, a double, and two Bo bombs. Uh, Bichette's price there is a little bit lower than how it's been uh, to start the season. He's struggling as of late. And same with Vladdy. He's usually found around 5,900, 
You can find him at 5,600 today. Uh, he's batting 429 against Montgomery. He's three for seven with two singles and a placata. And at 5,800, Aaron Judge, check to see if he's in the starting lineup because I don't know. Uh, he's batting 333, two for six with two singles. At 5,200, DJ LeMay, he's batting 318. He's 7 for 22 against Ross Stripling with all seven hits being singles. At 5K, John Carlos Stanton's 286 with two two for seven, a double, and a Stantonian blast that actually went over the fence. Uh, at 3,700, Glaber Torres, he's hitting eight, 286, two for seven with a single and a double. At 5,500, Anthony Rizzo's batting 286, four for 14 with four singles. And at 3,900, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is batting 273 against Montgomery, three for 11. All three hits are singles. There's one bat that doesn't have any PVB that I like for this matchup. Isaiah Kiner Falefa is batting 303, and he's not a bad DFS play at all for you in this late slate if you're looking for a shortstop or second baseman. Um, the next game on the slate is at 7:10 p.m. The Atlanta Braves, who are 10 and 13 on the year, they travel to New York, the Big Apple. Uh, they're playing the Mets coming off of Sunday Night Baseball. They're 16 and 7 on the year for the Braves. Oh, this game's also going to be the free game on MLB Network. A nice, juicy, good game uh, for free tonight. Uh, the left-handed pitcher Max Freed will take the mound for the Braves. He's two and two on the year with a three ERA, 21 strikeouts, and only one walk in 24 innings pitched. And the right-hander Chris Bassett will bump for the Mets. He's three and one on the year with a 2.25 ERA, 26 strikeouts, seven walks in 24 innings pitched. Freed had a rough start to 2022, but has since figured it out since the Dodgers game. Chris Bassett, on the other hand, has been great so far, but who knows? He could crack under some pressure on MLB Network, and also this is his first start after making comments about the baseballs not being the same to start the season in 2022. So there's going to be a lot of attention on Bassett for this start. Um, with it being the first game of the series after some travel, I'm going to go with the under. Uh, no official odds have been released yet, though. Um, I've waited as long as possible after Sunday Night Baseball, but still nothing has been announced. So I'm going to refresh my page one more time for the sake of you guys. Uh, I'm going to look at one other book as well. Um, win bet my computer's, uh, of course, as I'm recording my computer's just spinning. Um, nothing on win bet. Let me check another book here. Uh, just to make sure. Oh, the game is put out. Okay. So I'm seeing the total is at seven. The Braves are plus 105 uh, dogs on the money line, and the Mets are favored at minus 125. The run line, the Braves are minus 200 plus one and a half. The Mets are minus one and a half plus 170. For me, I would lean the under here. You're getting at a seven. That's a nice push number. Um, but both of these guys have shown you everything that you need to have confidence in that under seven at minus 120. That's what I'm going to be taking for this game. Fantasy-wise, again, this is another game that just has PVB thrown up all over it um, at 2500 check to see if he starts over Mc James McCann Thomas Nito is batting 400 with a single and a, and a double against Max Freed at 3900 Jeff McNeil who's batting 357 for 20 with four singles and three doubles against Max Freed as well in 2022, McNeil is absolutely raking, hitting 361, 26 for 72 with 38 total bases. Also for the Mets, $5,400, Starling Marte, who's hitting 333 against Freed, 3 for 9 with two singles and a double. At 3100 you can find their second baseman, Robinson Cano, who's batting 286, 2 for 7 with two singles. Eduardo Escobar also batting 4700 250, 2 for 8 with two singles. In 2022, lately, Travis Demerit is swinging a very hot stick right now. Check to see if he starts. And Travis Darno is hitting 3 
305, 18 for 59. Matt Olson, the hometown kid, is hitting 291 with 40 total bases and dad bombs. Austin Riley is hitting 270 with six bombs. He's not a bad option either. For the Mets in 2022, Mark Canna, if he starts, is not a bad option. He's batting 345, 19 for 55 on the year. Lots of offense there. Um, let's change my pick. We're going to uh, – I got to pull up these odds again. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I might stick with my gut there with the under seven. I was going to change it to the Mets money line, but coming off Sunday night baseball, I'm not too confident in that. So under the seven, I might actually, that's just a lean. I'm taking that off. I'm not betting that, but uh, under seven would be the play. If I had, if you had to twist my arm, it would be under seven Braves and Mets there. At 8.10 p.m. Eastern Time, the Seattle Mariners, who are 12-10 and 10 on the year, take on the Houston Astros and the Juice Box at 11 and uh, The Astros are 11-11 on the year. They will face Marco Gonzalez, who's 1-2 with a 3.86 ERA, 14 strikeouts, and 4 walks and 14 innings pitched. The right-hander for the Astros, who's going, is Trash Odorizzi. Oh, I'm sorry. Jake is his first name. Um, he's 1-2 and two on the year with a 6 ERA, only 9 strikeouts with 8 walks in 15 innings pitched. I can't put confidence in Marco Gonzalez and Odorizzi. I have no idea why he's still in this starting rotation, but he haunts Malcolm. Um, I feel like this has to be Odorizzi's last chance to keep a starting spot, but I'm still fading both of them here. I like the over 8.5 uh, in this game because, again, this is another game two in-division rivals with a ton of history against their pitchers. So, at 3,500, Nico Goodrum checked to see if he starts over Jeremy Pena. Goodrum's batting 500, 4 for 8 with 4 singles. At 4,200, Michael Brantley is hitting 417, 10 for 24 with 9 singles and a double. At 5,100, Jordan Alvarez is batting 400, 4 for 10 with 3 singles and a double against Marco Gon uh, Gonzalez. At 4,700, Jose Altuve's first game off of the IL. He's hitting 370, 10 for 27 with 7 singles two doubles and a four bagger off of Gonzalez. Ty France, he's $6,000 on this slate today. Um, people are probably going to stay away from that, but you know what that means? He's probably going to be a contrarian play and he is hot right now. In 2022, he's betting 332 or 333. He's 29 for 87 with five or of ours on the year, but he's also betting 364, four for 11 with four singles off of Odorizzi. So it might be an unpopular play that could work out for you uh, in DFS. At 4,600, Kyle Tucker, who's hitting 333, 4 for 12, with two singles, a double, and a tuck tank against Gonzalez. Lefty, lefty, too. Pretty impressive. $5,100, Alex Bregman is hitting 310, 9 for 29, with five singles, three doubles, and a triple. At 2,200, you guys have heard me say this all year so far throughout April. Martin Maldonado is one of my favorite catcher punt plays in this good Astros lineup. He's hitting 7 for 23 against Marco Gonzalez, uh, batting 304 with six singles and a double. At 5,200, you can find the Mariners outfielder Jesse Winker, who's batting 286, 2 for 7 with two singles against Oda Rizzi. At 3,800, Yuli Gurriel is batting 286, 6 for 21 with a single and five doubles. Abraham Toro against his former team is batting 250, 2 for 8 with a single and an El Toro shot against Odorizzi. And a bat uh, who's seeing success early in 2022 that I like for this game DFS-wise is J.P. Crawford batting 379 with four cross shots and 49 total bases. Um, I don't know what happened in our season-long fantasy league, but he popped up on the waiver wire, and I put in a waiver claim and got him. So I'm very happy with that pickup. And I'm sorry to uh, whoever tried to pull a fast one and put him on the waiver wire and hope he 
past for maybe streaming a picture. Uh, I apologize for scooping him up so quickly. <coughs> Ooh, voice is getting a little dry. I'm gonna take another drink. All right, we got one final game on the slate. Got to turn the page in my notes, though. At 9.40 p.m., the Tampa Bay Rays, who are 12-10 and 10 on the year, take on the 10-12 and 12 Oakland Athletics. Right-handed pitcher Drew Rasmussen for the Rays will be on the mound. He's 1-1 one one on the year with a 3-5 ERA, 18 strikeouts, only four walks in 18 innings pitched. The right-hander Dalton Jeffries will be on the bump for the A's. He's 1-3 on the year, 3-2-6 ERA, 12 strikeouts, five walks in 19.1 innings pitched. I sort of like Rasmussen for DFS here, but my power rankings are telling me to go against my raise here that I gave out to win the AL East. Uh, give me a half unit on Oakland's money line here at plus 152. Um, I think I forgot to list the lines for the Mariners Astros. Um, sorry, I'm a rookie at narrating this and doing it all on my own. Uh, Astros are minus 126 favorites, plus 116 to the Mariners on the money line. Stroves are minus one and a half plus 150. Mariners are plus one and a half minus 180. The total for that game is eight and a half. And just as a reminder, my play is over eight and a half there. And I absolutely love that game to stack in DFS. I'll get to that here in a little bit. Um, for the Tampa Bay Rays-Oakland Athletics game, the Rays open up as minus 165 favorites. The A's are plus 152 dogs on the money line. Minus 1.5 for the Rays is plus 110. The A's are plus 1.5, minus 130. The total is set at 7. My play for this game would be Oakland money line at plus 152 there. For this game, there's no PVB against Rasmussen or Jeffries, but in 2022, G-Man Choi doesn't start every day, but there's a righty on the mound here, and he rakes off of righties. He's 1542 with 357 batting average on the year. Wander Franco is always a nice play. He's hitting 313, 26 for 83 with 48 total bases and four Wander Boy bombs. Yandy Diaz is always nice too, batting right behind Franco most of the time in that lineup. He's hitting 298 on the year, 17 for 57. And the one A's bat that I like here, if I'm going to take the team to win, uh, never bad to have a guy from said team. Sheldon Noisy. He's hitting 328, 22 for 67 with 31 total bases. Wow. Okay. Um, I sped through that eight-game slate. Now, um, it's just me on the podcast here. So, before I get into um, listing you guys what my DFS uh, team will be for tomorrow's SGPN uh, baseball contest on DraftKings, I will just give you one more read from ip vanish did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy that's right without added security you might as well give away all of your private data to hackers advertisers your isp and other prying eyes that's why i use ip vanish and vpn to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet ip vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting hundred percent of your data this means that your private details passwords communication browsing history and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands even your physical location will be hidden ip vanish makes it virtually if makes you virtually invisible online it's that simple you can use ip vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed your computers tablets phones and even devices like your fire stick when you're streaming media whether i'm at home or in public i don't go online anymore without using ip vanish ip vanish ip vanish is a offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. 
Okay, so my actual DFS plate or DFS team that I will use, the DFS lineup that will be used in the SGPN baseball contest tomorrow for the late slate. Yours truly, Noah Beanick, will be starting. Pablo Lopez, who's going for 10K tomorrow against the Diamondbacks. I'm also starting the Diamondbacks starting pitcher, Zach Gallen, who's 7,600. And you're going to see this on my team today with only a six-game slate uh, for the main slate here. There's not a whole lot of choices for me to go go to, and with not a whole lot of scoring uh, so far in the start of this MLB season, there's only a few games that I feel really comfortable taking players in. Um, a good strategy is always to look at the totals for each game and select players from the games with the highest total. The catcher that I will be starting is... Martin Maldonado, of course. He's 2,200 on the slate. Uh, he's going up against a lefty, Marco Gonzalez, and that total is the highest on the entire slate between Seattle and Houston. It's 8.5, and, and I like the over in that game. Vladdy Jr., he's at a nice little discount at 5,600. Like I said, typically you find him each day at 59, 6,000. Um, love Vladdy, and he's going up against a lefty. This is a great get right for him who's been a slump uh, in this last week. I think he was like one for 25 this week. So give me Vladdy, a uh, nice little discount. Jose Altuve coming off the IL. I like him today. He's at 4,700 going up against the lefty that he has seen multiple times in his division before who's he has success against. So Altuve, 4,700. Abraham Toro going up against his 40, former team is at 4,300. Uh, I have him playing third base for me going up against Odorizzi. Um who I don't expect to have very much success tonight. Uh, the shortstop, also from that Seattle-Houston game, J.P. Crawford, who's at 5,600. He's just absolutely raking here to start 2022. Um, I will start him. And in the outfield, this is where I have a few punts. I have Trevor Larnick at 2,500, the lefty going up against the Baltimore Orioles right-hander. Um, I said it earlier in the pod, he's had some recent success, and I'm looking to tail that. Also, another guy with some recent success is Anthony Santander, who's 2,900 on the slate. He's a switch hitter going up against the right-handed Chris Paddock. Um, so I'll take my chances with a low-budget play there. And going back to that Seattle-Houston game, Kyle Tucker, who's at 4,600, 4, uh, still coming back from that early-season slump. This is not going to be his typical price, so I'm just going to take advantage of a cheap Kyle Tucker who has good PVB against Marco Gonzalez. So that is my starting lineup for, for the uh DGEN's contest on DraftKings. Now, for my lock and dog, let me hit my notebook here to see what I want to do. Um, oh. For my lock, um, for my lock, I might just go to that over. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I have a lot of plus money plays on this slate. Very, very juicy. But the one here that I'm going to give out as my lock is the over in Seattle, Houston. That is over 8.5, set at minus 115. My dog, my favorite play as a dog for today I'm going to go with uh, my newly found love in my Phoenix baseball betting power rankings here with the Los Angeles Angels who are plus money somehow against the Chicago White Sox right now you can find the Angels at Moneyline plus 113 um, just an update for my um uh, season-long living of La Loca. We took a rough loss to Steven, Steven B. from the MLB Slack channel. I lost 9-0. to zero. My team, my offense slumped, and that was something that I could rely on from these guys. They've been huge boppers to start the season, but over the last week, I just couldn't get anything right, and Steven B. kicked my ass. Um, so, for 
for those guys that are in a fantasy baseball league that locks your lineups um, prior to Monday's games and then reopens them for the weekend. Drew Rasmussen's a good stream play here um, Monday starting against the Athletics. Christian Javier wouldn't be a bad stream play going against the Mariners on Tuesday. And probably my favorite stream play, it's Dakota Hudson, the Cardinals pitcher going up against the Royals on Tuesday as well. Um, for DFS guys, Eric Lauer has really impressed me so far. Um, in his last two starts, he has 11 and 13 strikeouts against the Cubs and Phillies, respectively. And a top three pitcher in the MLB that's really caught my eye lately, and his stats are flying around like crazy right now, is Kevin Gaussman. Um And he has three quality starts in a row with 41 strikeouts on the season with zero walks, and he's given up zero home runs so far. Um Malcolm likes this uh, stat. He quizzed me on a, a guy on a recent podcast that we have uh, that we had. Gosman is averaging 16 whiffs per game, which is ridiculous. I'm not into a bunch of the advanced analytics, but that was pretty dang good. Um, I think that's it. I I think that's all that I wanted to get out. It's a lot for one person on the podcast, but I enjoyed, I enjoyed it, and I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. If you guys want to look at my power rankings, I might throw them in the Slack channel. I might put them on Twitter. Uh, download Slack. Get in our Slack channel. We have bunch of different sports whether it's uh college baseball that i also do that we'll have we have two podcasts out each week me and colby dant who also is involved in college football college basketball the usfl which is kicking off right now i think they're in week three um the michigan panthers just got their first win against the pittsburgh maulers so yeah, there's just a bunch of sports in the Slack channel. Follow me on Twitter at 77NB. That's 70, the word, the number 7NB. I might throw the power rankings on there. Um, I might throw them on the website. Check out the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. You can find all of our MLB analyst picks for each day prior to the game starting. All of us put our picks there. You'll see me pick every game of every day just because I was brought into SGPN with the college experience, and those boys are amazing at literally hitting everything. So um, I just like to give out my plays for each day, whether or like I, I take the spread, the money line, and the total for every game of every day. That way, if you're looking for a specific a game you know what I would take in that situation and the ones with a lock is what I'm actually putting my own money on I think tally sites amazing they provided me a lot of the stats that I used for the power rankings um, and that's what we use with the widget to put it online on our website that is doing great in uh, Google uh, analytics right now we are almost at the top of the second page on Google if you search up MLB picks that's it and we're almost at the top of the second page you guys have been great supporting us follow us on Twitter at MLB SGPN I will be getting back onto the posting highlight grind here after my hectic weekend. So thank you guys for listening. Let me know how I did in the Slack channel. Text me um, and I will be sure to respond. Thank you guys. Adios amigos. Have a good day. Let's hit some bets. Mm-hmm.